Thanks, everyone, for joining Episode 6 of the J.D. Power Utility Podcast. Uh, we saved the best for last because this will be the last uh, one we'll do for 2019. We'll kick it back off in 2020. Uh, I'm joined today with Kelly Jackson and Adrian Chung. This is John Hazen. So, um, Kelly, if you want to do a quick introduction and then Adrian as well. Sure. Kelly Jackson uh, with J.D. Power, of course. I lead the key account research here with J.D. Power. I've been doing that for roughly 25 years of my career now. So glad to be here and to be uh, speaking with everyone. Adrian Chung, uh, Director of the Utilities Intelligence Group. Um, been working with the team here in, in the utility space for the last uh, four years now, uh, specifically holding responsibility over our electric business study and look forward to uh, speaking about that topic today in particular. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Adrian, for that um, great overview of your backgrounds. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, John Hazen, I've been with J.D. Power for about 12 years. I'm one of the managing directors in our utility practice. Um, what I will share with you today is, is we recently um, did what I thought was kind of one of our coolest studies that we've done in a little while, and it was kind of a subset of our residential electric study. But um, in July, August of this year, uh, we included in the residential electric study uh, 15 questions related to the environment. So we asked folks about, you know, what's the most important environmental issue facing you and your uh, family? Do you have concern about having enough power for the future? Do you think uh, climate change is serious? Um, how much can be accomplished to reduce climate change? You know, who's most responsible? So, so a great kind of battery of questions. And, and as we always do at J.D. Power, we have really good sample sizes. So we had 26,000 across the country complete those questions. Unfortunately, uh, we didn't include Alaska. We only hit 49 out of the 50 states, but again, a great representation of the country as a whole. And just to give you some highlights as we kind of dug into the data, um, what were customers telling us from a climate change, from a, you know, what's important to them. And, and one of the things we thought that was, was a really kind of important, um, issue is that 54% of the country, uh, thought that climate change was either very, very serious or serious. And only 6% said, nah, there's no climate change. So, so the majority of folks, uh, said it was very serious or serious. And only 6% just didn't have any belief that it isn't something uh, that is actually occurring. Um, when we look specifically at it from a utility perspective, those utilities that have gotten out in front of kind of their clean energy efforts, telling customers this is where we are today, uh, this is where we want to be kind of in 2030 or 2040. Uh, what's great to see is that those that are aware of kind of what the utility is doing from a clean energy perspective, overall satisfaction for that group of customers is 77 points higher um, than the general results from the study itself. I was with the utility earlier this week, and, and their, their customers were 140 points higher um, if they are aware of what that utility was doing from a clean energy. So... Industry is only 11% awareness, so I think they can still get better at just kind of getting that message out to customers. But when you kind of looked at as as utilities tell their story about whether it's donations and sponsorships or what they're doing from volunteering and, and helping the community, this is one area that we'll be kind of stressing going forward that the importance of telling your environmental story. What Where are you at today from how you generate electricity uh, and then where will you be in 10 years, 20 years, and, and what's your plan to kind of reduce 
uh, how you get and, and uh, produce energy uh, to be more renewable, more clean, and what's your plan to get there. And those who do that well will see a bump in satisfaction because I think the majority of customers is, are looking at their utility uh, to do that. The other thing that was interesting is when we ask customers who's most responsible. Is it the utility? Is it the is it federal government, you know, state and local government to kind of do things to from an environmental perspective? Most folks said it was on them, right? I think it was 39% of those that responded uh, said it's on me to kind of improve the environment to start with. So I think that was kind of a cool finding is that most folks still look at themselves as being kind of one of the keys to kind of improve the environment. Um, they still want state, federal, local governments to help along with the utility, but they're also going to try to do some on their own, which we thought was great. So good highlights from our environmental study. Um, we just recently came out with the 2019 electric business a week or two ago, and we're great to, that we've got Adrian on today because he's our expert in, in the 2019 electric business study. So we'll turn it over to Adrian to kind of tell us some of the key highlights. Thanks, John. Um, yeah, it was just last week that we released our 2019 electric utility business customer satisfaction study. Um, always good to, to see the different side. Um, we spent a lot of time uh, working with residential um, side of the, the business. Uh, so this is also, you know, very important. Um, just to, you know, give everybody a sense of what we were studying and what we we're looking at. Uh, really an online survey of more than 21,000 business customers. Uh, primarily what we classify as SMB or small to, to medium-sized businesses, um, really focused on the individuals who are involved in this, the decision-making process as it pertains to working with their utility. Uh, we had 87 utilities profiled this uh, this time around. Each of those businesses or utilities servicing um, roughly 40,000 or more business customers. And uh, just a, some quick highlights in terms of, you know, the highest-ranked brands that we saw out west, we do it regionally, and out west we had um, Salt River Project or SRP, uh, El Paso, Texas, uh, El Paso Electric uh, for that uh, region in particular. And when we look at the Midwest, we had Mid-American Energy and Kentucky Utilities, two brands that have uh, been winners or highest ranked in J.D. Power studies many, many times. Um, in the east, we were looking at uh, Baltimore Gas and Electric and Delmarva Power. And then in the south, we had Georgia Power and Energy. So all brands that, um, you know, many of those brands, a couple of them first time um, highest ranked utilities in our studies, also a number of brands uh, that have been repeats. Um, what's obvious and, and, and clear um, is that, you know, in order to be highest ranked in any JD Power study, typically you see pretty consistent results uh, across the factors that we measure, and you know, those are the likes of uh, safety and reliability, billing and payment, uh, corporate citizenship, communications, price, and customer service. Um, we also find that the top performers tend to distinguish themselves through strong awareness of corporate citizenship activities. So things like uh, impacting the environment, uh, donations and sponsorships, volunteering, uh, supporting economic development. So. Uh, when you look at the likes of, you know, especially I'd say the SRPs, Mid-American and uh, BGE and, and Kentucky Utilities, um, you know, you'll find a lot in terms of uh, what they do, how they position their brand, their company. Um, and, and this holds true for both the residential side because um, it's just kind of the collective view of the kind of corporate strategy, uh, but doing really well in these citizenship and sustainability related areas. Um, you know, 
frankly, um, you know, with the JD Power rankings, there's always some companies on the other end of that uh, scale, if you will. And uh, we did see um, the likes of Central Main Power, um, in particular, being the lowest ranked brand. Uh, many would have noticed that. Um, you know, unfortunate for them, you know, they've, they've faced some significant uh, billing system issues that have been well noted in the press and the media, um, plaguing customers for, for months uh, on end now, as I understand it. So that's certainly shown up in, you know, consistently poor results across those different factors. Um, another brand uh, that's, you know, probably spent a little bit too much time in the news, Pacific Gas and Electric. Uh, with the fires, infrastructure, you know, issues that, you know, led to, to some of those events, uh, you know, financial um, and kind of over, overall management changes and challenges, uh, all of those things, uh, you know, certainly do, again, reflect here. Um, you know, while not directly related in, in all cases in terms of the results themselves, uh, certainly customers feel the impact uh, in terms of, you know, doing vi business with these companies. And it certainly creates, uh, you know, some negative perceptions and erodes trust. So those are some of the challenges there. And taking a step back and, and looking at some of the results of, of this year's study, I thought I'd just share uh, some some key points. Uh, satisfaction has improved, which is, you know, certainly positive in terms of, you know, what we're seeing utilities do in terms of supporting their business customers. Um, we saw an 18 endpoint, uh, eight, sorry, 18 index point gain. Uh, year over year, uh, whereas we'd seen pretty flat scores the last couple of years. So this is, you know, certainly a sign of, of some some changes, some uh, some of the commitment that a number of utilities have have made. Price and communications are really the two main areas that we've seen some of these gains being being driven by. Um, price, first off, you know, uh, rates overall do play a, a critical role in a company's uh, cost structure and and therefore you know impacts their profitability. Um, but that, you know, this certainly does vary around, you know, the size of the business and, you know, what state you're in, et cetera. Um, so I'll spend a little bit more time talking about the communication side, uh, from, from a performance improvement standpoint. Communication spans a, a few different areas. I think when we look at our, our study results, it's communication during outages. It's providing alerts to, to business customers. It's the marketing of, of products and services as well. Um, and, and probably underlying all those things is uh, the utility's ability to um, leverage the preferred channel, um, so how uh, a business customer wants to be contacted, um, and also being proactive, uh, so getting out in front as best they can in terms of getting the, the right, you know, timely messages to, to their business customers. We've certainly also seen an increased recall of uh, communications, uh, specifically via email, and text messages, so like electronic and, and digital channels in general, but those two areas for the most part are, are the lead, um, though we do see a lot of activity still via the uh, utility website and um, maybe a little bit more up and coming, social media um, is also leveraged quite a bit. Um, a couple other key points around communications, uh, specific to, to outages, you know, that communication is critical there. Uh, business customers are highly dissatisfied um, if they've been provided with an estimated time of restoration and uh, the utility misses that. 
um, and more importantly, uh, outage information isn't communicated to them. So much like, or unlike, I should say, unlike uh, residential customers where we may be able to wait around and, um, you know, hope that, you know, even if it's, you know, five minutes have passed, an hour, uh, that the power will come back on. You know, the, the same can't be said for businesses where uh, there's critical uh, needs to be tended to. Um, most importantly, if you think of, you know, the example maybe of a hospital uh, where patients are, are hooked up to monitoring equipment or something even more vital to, to health and, and well-being, um, you know, time can't stand still on those things. So, um, you know, the utilities involvement, the ability to uh, provide updates. Um, we find that that in particular, um, again, differentiating from, from our residential study, that when there are updates provided during an outage, uh, one or more in particular, there's significantly higher satisfaction. So that's key. Adrian, um, talk a little bit. What's great is we've completed the 2019, but I know you're working on some efforts to kind of enhance and improve next year's study. And, and what's great is you've worked, you know, closely with Kelly, um, with the key account, um, survey to kind of blend some of what we capture for the key accounts and, and use some of that, um, to then look at improving the business study, um, for electric. Yeah, John, um, you know, 2020 is going to be a big year in terms of uh, some changes. It's going to be a bit of a refresh, but, uh, yeah, you know, with our key account study that Kelly will speak a little bit about shortly, um, you know, we've taken a step back to see, um, you know, how we can increase our focus on really what's more, most important uh, specifically to business customers, um, a, little, a little bit more attention around kind of two-way communication, if you will, so, um, both customer and utility outreach. So we talked a little bit about proactive communication, um, all of that in terms of how to um, build the relationship. And so how are utilities viewed in this kind of partnership relationship, B2B space? Uh, how easy or difficult is it to do business? Uh, what's working? What, what types of uh, additional support can be provided? So all that really to be say, you know, what do business customers really want? And we think we can, uh, we're designing a, a survey instrument that will give us a better handle on that, better insights going forward to, to help our clients. Yeah, that's great. Perfect kind of segue right to Kelly to talk about kind of the seven kind of best practices for the key accounts. Right. Well, we just came out of the field as well, not uh, just a few weeks ago. We've put our results out on, on the waves there and, and let all our participating clients see how well they fared. And it's looking like we've got some index scores and NPS scores that are uh, the highest that J.D. Power has seen in these many years. We've got utilities cracking the 900 mark and NPS scores in the 90s uh, and, and upper 80s. So my thought was, what exactly are these top performers doing? How are they and, and how are they getting it done so well? So looking at some best practices, you, you start with basics, right? You got to know who your customer is. You got to be able to go out, have your account manager shake their hand, take a tour of the facility and get to know the customer. They've got to have a really good CRM program and use it effectively in putting all of that good information about that customer, making sure that it's being used cross-departmentally within the utility, that if a customer calls, anybody can answer a question for that customer, and it's not dependent upon one person. So making sure you know your customer, and with that comes joint planning, which is like a, a bucket truck 
to a utility. If you ask a customer how great the uh, power quality and reliability is, they're thinking about the lines and the power coming in. But are they really thinking about that bucket truck that's keeping those lines working? So joint planning is the account manager's bucket truck. So making sure that the customer is having that partnership feel, that they're getting the one-on-one communication, that they're sitting down and having these meetings and explaining the things that they need to keep the organization running is very, very important. And then following up and following through with those issues and concerns, doing it on a quarterly basis tends to be uh, the provider of the highest satisfaction in all areas of status of uh, service that these utilities are providing. So anywhere from billing and payment all the way down to economic development, joint planning, customers that are getting that extra service do tend to have upwards of, of 20 percentage point increase in satisfaction if they have these joint planning sessions. Um, so that creates a partnership. These customers don't see their relationship with their utility as a transactional relationship. If the utility helps them, with their business, then it's a tool. It's a partnership. It's not just I'm going to give you some money and you're going to give me some electricity and we're done. So making sure that these these key account customers do feel as though they're in a partnership really goes a long way in improving that satisfaction. And with that comes the communication, proactive communication, getting the alerts out, having transparency, letting the customer understand the reasoning behind decisions, and messaging, finding the yes behind the no. You might have to tell a customer, you know, I'm sorry, I can't decrease your bill by $10,000 a month, but we can go and, and find a way to help your bottom line. So um, making sure the communication is there, giving them all the information that they need, making sure it's proactive. Communication is very, very important. And then comes the hard part, finding the assistance with the efficiency or conservation helping the customer with that bottom line, making sure that the organization is faring well in the money department. It could be that the account manager could find a way to save enough money that a school can save a teacher's job later in the year. And that shows partnership. It shows that the utility actually cares and you're a part of the community. On top of that comes the assistance in added value. So everything that you're doing is creating that added value. Does the client see that they're getting what getting something really good for what they're paying? Do they see that, okay, I might be paying a little bit more here, but I'm getting a lot more for my money? And with all of this comes forgiveness. It's like filling a bank of goodwill. So you're, you're helping your customer. You're helping that key account customer with their organization, with their bottom line, with their efficiency. You might even be working with one of their uh, charities that they, they – work with. All of this creates that value and it helps with the utilities reputation and then comes the economic development. And it really is a symbiotic relationship. So all of those really, really good utilities out there right now are incorporating at least five of the seven, if not all, and probably a few more that I haven't even found out yet. So yeah, there's, it's, it's, it's a lot of hard work, but it really does come back and, and assist in satisfaction across the board. Yeah, it's funny how much hard work it really is. Um, do you find key accounts, those who are good at key accounts, are good at 
the residential and good at, you know, our small business or are they just really good in key accounts, but eh, still need some work on the, on the other pieces of what JD Power or are they really good across the board? Well, they are, they are good across the board, but their scores tend to be right around the hundred index points lower. Yeah. Uh, so having that concierge type feel improves the satisfaction for the key accounts, but there are areas, there are some uh, best practices that they can use to assist with their their smaller accounts, the residential and the smaller business. I mean, knowing your customer, having executive involvement, doing town halls and, and hosted events, making sure that they're seen in the environment and in the community and, and being a helping hand anywhere that they can, getting the word out there as if, if they don't, if the customer doesn't know, it didn't happen. So if you're doing something to help your customer in any area, you got to let them know or they're going to assume the worst. So all, all of this will create that added value for those smaller customers. And these are the same, it's a smaller set, but it's the same best practices that you would apply to a key account and it, and it works across the board. Yeah. One of the things that we kind of kind of maybe talk too much to clients about is the communications, how exactly. important it is. Tell your story. What are you doing? What have you done? And, and utilities, I know when I first started working with them, weren't the best at tooting their horn and kind of bragging. And I think, you know, we've coached utilities now that you really need to be a marketing company that does electric or water or gas and have that mindset versus, you know, being the old engineering finance type company that, that didn't really want to tell your story, you know, you had a good story, but you just assumed that customers would know that. And I think what's great with what you do and, and what uh, Adrian talked about with our business study is, is they're able to compare themselves, not just to themselves internally, but what others are doing as well. So, um, and I think um, while we'll, we'll all the tests that, you know, there isn't one magic bullet. If you just do this one thing really good, you're going to get high scores. It's the whole kind of overview of, of kind of what um, what customers want from you, but also how you tell your story and how you deliver on those results. So so is there any one utility from a key account that's just it's really killing it and knocking it out of the park? There, There's a couple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be able to share that information. No, yeah, top yeah. secret. you got to be is. in the – you got to be in the club to do that. So yeah, it I is. Yeah, no join worry. the club. We'll share yeah. the best yeah. practices. Absolutely. Well, I think to me, to, to, the key accounts is so critical because those are your big, you know, manufacturer or your your hospitals and those ones that, um, you know, it's one thing if my power goes out, but if the hospital if power is out, they'll definitely get you on the the nightly news in your area with uh, folks complaining or worrying about it. So not to so, mention thirty to forty percent, sometimes fifty percent of the revenue is coming out yeah. of that handful of yeah. customers. Yeah, I was with the utility a, a couple of years ago, and they realized that we spend way too much time on our residential customers and not as much on our business customers when 50% of their revenue came from their business customers. So they kind of readjusted, and they're one of the ones that was kind of middle of the pack on on how they did from a business satisfaction. And, and in the last couple of years, they've been one of the ones getting a shiny J.D. Power trophy because they realized how important those business customers are right right yeah so yeah, a number of yeah, sorry john just a, a number of uh clients that i've talked to lately you know certainly now uh, migrating i should say from 
you know, that full focus on, on key accounts, obviously that remains, but, you know, trying to find ways that, you know, can we find, carve out maybe a subset of the rest um, who still deserve kind of maybe that extra level concierge even service just to, again, start to build those types of relationships and do the joint planning as, as Kelly talked about, because, yeah, you know, certainly does hold value and, and big dollars in terms of revenue for uh, for their business. Yeah. What I love is that for the first time ever, I was at a uh, utility a month or so ago, and they talked about not with the key accounts, but how do we create a concierge service for our residential customers? And I almost fell out of my chair. Like, <laughs> I think that's the first time I've ever heard concierge come out of at least any of the meetings I've been involved in. So I think the mindset, and I think the beauty of JD Power is, is in a nice kind of way we've given our clients a little kick in the rear to hey come on customer experience customer satisfaction is so important that we've seen kind of a shift in how they kind of look at their operations and how they can become better um, and easier to deal with from a customer experience so i think that's hugely important kind of going forward absolutely i agree Okay. Well, I want to thank the two of you for joining me today. Uh, always great for us to get together. Hopefully we can see each other soon in person since we're kind of all spread out across the country. But we want to thank everyone for joining today's call. Uh, we look forward to um, seeing many of you um, next year once we start kind of going out, delivering the business study results in early 2020. But we want to wish you all a safe and happy holidays, and we'll see you in 2020.